Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. My name is Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 84. In this episode, Pat chats to Ruth Marsh, who's the head of Scottish Press for Glasgow Film Festival, which is uh, timely because it's on at the moment, and both myself and Pat are long-time fans of the festival. Now, Ruth works in arts marketing with a variety of other major Scottish festivals, including Scottish Queer International Film Festival, Glasgow International Comedy Festival, and the Cromarty Film Festival. Did I say the uh, film festival is actually still on? It uh, finishes Sunday the 8th of March, which uh, today is Saturday, uh, so that's tomorrow. And we've already been to see quite a few films, and the highlight for me was probably the film Jazz on a Summer's Day, which is a concert film of the Newport Jazz Festival, featuring some of my favourites, including Thelonious Monk, Anita O'Day, Eric Dolphy and Louis Armstrong. Anyway, enough of that, let's have a wee listen to Pat chatting to Ruth Marsh. So, um, here today I'm actually in a special wee room that I've never <laughs> been in before in Glasgow Film Theatre and I'm speaking to Ruth Marsh and Ruth is the head of press. Is that right? Oh, head of Scottish Press as well. Scottish yeah, so uh, my lovely colleague Zoe, she works on getting kind of UK-wide and international coverage for the festival, but I sort of specialise on so you're Scottish Press. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm with the thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, why would you want coverage anywhere else? But <laughs> <laughs> well, well, of course, I, I, I know you, well, I've known you for quite a few years yeah. now, Ruth, because um, you keep us up to date, very much up to date with all that's happening yep. and invitations and press opportunities for screeners yep. and so on. So very well organised, I've got to say. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, really, for such a, a big undertaking. So this year, Ruth, yep. it just looks so, so busy, the film festival. It's Yeah, I was I was saying that we'd, we'd never quite had it so sort of like, I guess like front-loaded with so many stars and red carpets kind of arriving over the first sort of four days. It was just, it was rammed with, yeah, George Mackay, Simon Pegg being a very last-minute addition as a, I never want to say there was a, a positive side to the coronavirus, but because he wasn't filming in Italy for Mission Impossible 2 because of that, or well, not Mission, whatever the latest Mission mm-hmm. Impossible movie is that meant that he was able to yeah. to come up to Glasgow mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> so 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 that film's going to be delayed but are you going yeah yeah but, um, I think it's, it's well that was lucky like, yeah <laughs> that was lucky for us and yeah and great to have the the festival will be finished was it on the 8th of uh, the 8th is the the final day which is also International Women's Day so and this is very much led by by Alison Gardner the festival co-director the idea of having everything screening that day being either written or directed by a woman or mm-hmm. having a woman very much as the the central kind of character of the mm-hmm. film um, so yeah so we're then, delighted to be able mm-hmm. to done that we've even squeezed in an extra third screening of our ladies Oh, because it's I know. been the I, um, runaway smash of the festival. So. I, I just put that up on um, 
my website and give it another yeah. plug because oh, they're extra screening on the 8th yeah there's an extra extra because the yeah. extra screening sold out so yeah, this is yes, extra I, extra screening I saw, yeah. I saw that I saw um, our ladies I was speaking introduced you to Alistair Braidwood from the yes, Scots yeah. Raid so he was saying how much he loved it yeah and um, was asking me what I thought of it and I mean I thought the acting was absolutely yeah. fantastic um, especially Orla Yes, the, yeah. I can't yeah. remember all the all the actresses' names, but it, there was a that was a very um, there was a lot to that role. But, yeah, because she had been ill. Of course, yeah, she's, yeah. But um, it was great, and it was a great introduction. But but what was Saint Alistair? For me, um, I went to Notre Dame, and of course a different oh, era God. altogether. But I said, I don't think I heard the word shag ever at school. (laughs) 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 And then I kept thinking, I kept thinking, we wouldn't have fancied any of those guys. We wouldn't have gone anywhere with any of them. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it was a one day and it was all in their terms. um, It was so full of joy, though. Oh, yeah. It was one of those ones where everyone was just walking out beaming. And and there was a lot to it. Yeah. It was a very, an ideal kind of Friday night film, mm. I think, for the festivals. Yeah. So. No, no, fantastic. No, it was really, it was really, really good film. Um, I also really loved it in Jazz on a Summer's Day. <gasps> yeah, I think um, I can't remember. Someone from marketing had managed to pull out a wonderful photo from the the GFT archive of when that film had orig- originally screened mm. at GFT. Right. What would have been, gosh, about a good sort of. 50 years ago, yeah, because I think. I, I think yeah. it, was it 1959 or something? Yeah. It, it was shown at Venice, yes. it premiered yeah. at Venice. And it was, a, it was a, queue, a queue around the block, and I think oh. we tried to get a photo of the, the queue, you know, mm-hmm. like sort of, yeah, yeah 60 years that. later. No, well. that was, it was so, it was so lovely, mm. lovely, the colour, I mean, that, you know, the upgrading of it and the sound. What a great job! Oh yeah, no, it looked looked it beautiful, was and that was really busy. I think mm-hmm. for, yeah, for an afternoon. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was busy, and I just thought it was fabulous. And it was. It was. It was pretty. Um, I, I'm not a film buff, really. I don't know much at all, but I kept thinking that it was very unusual because there was very very little dialogue, mm. and there was no sort of heavy narration. Yeah. nobody was guiding you through it. You were you were absorbing uh, everything. It was through his, was it Stern? Yeah, right? yeah, uh, through his kind through of his um, because he's a photographer, mm. and it was just like it was speaking to you without anyone guiding you at all. Those are such beautiful types of films where you don't yeah, and it kind of mm. makes you think how much do you really need narration? Mm. And I think that kind of style has come back a little bit. Something like sort of like with um, King Crusoe, it's like from Scotland with love. Mm-hmm. Which was a similar kind of sort of archive mm-hmm. footage sort of journey that doesn't there's no there's no voiceover there's no narrative, mm-hmm. it's kind of all just done through through music mm-hmm. and images. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah, that was fantastic. So what what have been your other favourites? Ah, oh, highlights. Well, I had tragically don't get to see much during the actual festival. What I do get to do luckily is kind of watch things on digital screeners mm-hmm. beforehand. And I think on the way over here we were talking about the truth which yeah. is uh-huh. Catherine Deneuve, Juliette Binoche, and that is just, it's its a riot. It's so funny, it's so sharply scripted, it's just, yeah, it's the sort of film that you just kind of 
lose yourself. No, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, go- I'm going this afternoon, and and actually, the the reason I chose it was because of the the, the cast, because of um, Catherine yeah. Deneuve and Juliette Binoche and Ethan yeah, Hawke. I just thought, looks- oh my god, that's. It looks luscious, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's amazing because it's the the director who is the guy who did Shoplifters, which mm-hmm. was one of the biggest little Japanese hits mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. last year. This is his first film shot outside of Japan and shot in, in the English language. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the English language. I wonder, I wonder why. And, and the French... Yeah, very French kind of cast, exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's, that, sounds, that sounds really great. And then the um, how have the Icelandic... Films been doing. They they've been going really well. I think Dive was the one which just everyone has been walking walking out of going. Ah, they loved it. Um, I was talking to my good friend Kathy Hubbard who runs the Shetland Film Festival screenplay. She was down from Shetland for the week and she was seeing pretty much all of the Icelandic strand because, given their you know their geographical proximity <laughs> yeah. to 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 Norway and to Scandinavia, they tend to have a really strong showing of of. Norwegian yeah. Icelandic films yeah. there, so she was yeah. loving being able to, yeah. to see I stuff. Think, um, but dive with the yeah. the guy it, in his sixties who's been teaching babies to swim for like the last thirty years, and it was one of those was it was adorable, but it was also heart in the mouth kind of time because there's this beautiful mm-hmm. bit where he's just encouraging them to to jump, to mm-hmm. fling themselves off kind of into the pool, and some of them just go instantly, mm-hmm. and then others are like hanging on for ages and you could hear the audience like <gasps> like they were breathing in with, with each baby and that was just such a beautiful No, no but it's interesting in that film um, actually I, my brother um, he runs William Young swim schools in Glasgow ah okay so yeah. and he had actually been um, going to Bangladesh at one time uh-huh. through Scottish government to teach swimming in Bangladesh uh-huh. because they have all these um, the, 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 it's inland, but mm. they have terrible um, monsoons and flooding, and then, yeah, the hoops, and then yeah. villages have these huge, um, deep, deep puddles, and children get drowned because they can't They're swim. Just not used to. So, yeah. Yeah. so, so he was kind of all geared up for that, but then um, they thought that they really needed a woman. Because mm. lots of the 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 mothers, mm-hmm. you know, would would be less likely to go if it was a yeah. a man, and then the children. So, but I thought he would love, but he couldn't he couldn't get off when it yeah. was on. But um, when you're mentioning the women from Shetland, I, I loved the film The County. Oh it yeah, was brilliant. It, was it was really great. Because I don't know if you've seen Rams, which was uh, no. the director. That was his first. I would. Uh, Definitely advise that you go out and get a see. I'm sure it's on Netflix. People brought spoke a lot about that, but because yeah. it was a Q and A with it with him. Yeah, and I think the woman from Shetland you're talking about, she asked a question. Yeah, but um, what was interesting? It was it was such a it was a smashing film. Mm. It was very it was very it was a crowd pleaser, but it was very. The like as he explained, I've forgotten his name, the director, um, but he explained that what there was no physical violence. Mm. There was a kind of emotional, yeah, violence and tension in mm. it that worked. I mean, he did a, a fabulous job, but she, the woman who asked the question, she related it. Mm. You, you know, you're sort of mentioning yeah. the proximity. She related. She she um, mentioned. How he had captured the rural yeah. in communities so well because you know she was from Shetland 
and she could very much see the real similarities I think mm-hmm. between that and mm-hmm. sort of like the small scale farming and the maybe more sort of subsistence kind of farming that, yeah. that still uh-huh. goes on and it was lovely I, I wrote a review for that because I, I really really I thought it was a tremendous film mm. and I will I will watch out for oh Rams. yeah definitely check out Rams it's a very set in a very similar culture within that uh-huh. sort of small scale mm-hmm. farming and I, community yeah. and I, I liked I liked him I liked his kind of attitude mm. The, the director, I could you remember his name? It's Grimo, um, I think. Uh, but it's been so nice having so many Icelandic guests in town because they're just the most the most delightful. Uh, yeah, because um, we've got uh, Ingvar in at the moment, who is the star of A White White Day, and also one of the guys in Trapped. I don't know if you've ever seen Trapped, and the sort of big Icelandic kind of I, I contribution the to the Scandinavian. No, but that's the first Icelandic film I've seen. Oh, you've got you've got a you've got a rich back catalogue. Oh. Uh, but we had uh, Woman at War last year, which then went on to get a cinema release, and that is also really mm-hmm. worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Which is this fabulous. Film about that, yeah, yeah, a middle-aged woman who decides to become an eco warrior and mm-hmm. take down the big mm-hmm. power company in, well, in Iceland. You know, it's, it, yeah. it was so good that having a woman, a, a woman's role, mm. where it was a middle-aged woman, not at all glamorous, and um, you know, she, she was just she was fantastic. Yeah. No, that was a really, I really, really enjoyed that film, and I thought, my God, I mean, there's such a small population in Iceland. It's about like four hundred thousand. Oh, they're so creative, and yeah, yeah. you think the the rich culture that kind, of, and then I don't know whether it, is it something to do with you know if you spend half the year kind of in almost perpetual darkness, mm-hmm. you have to be creative, right? You have to kind of think of ways to to entertain yourself, yes. and you know, because they've got you know rich it's literature and much right. Yeah. All the all the Icelandic, all the noir. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, no, that 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 was good. No, I think it's been. Um, it's been a bit. I mean, it's been a, a very, very successful from what I yeah I see it. I mean, I've been to quite a few films. Everyone has been full. Every oh, it's been yeah for the festival this year. It's been rammed. There's been such such a walk up this year, which is maybe slightly different. You know, in terms of people, whether people are just shifting their patterns from mm-hmm. you know pre-booking a month in advance to you know to kind of thinking mm-hmm. oh the festival's on today. What should I come? Yeah. And then, I come see and yeah, and it's good to know that these are the sort of first, you know, you're the, the first people, well, maybe they've been on Toronto and mm. places like that, but we're the first pair of people to see these films. Oh, yeah. So you're thinking about, I went to see Love Sarah. Yes. And yeah, my niece, Aileen, she is just a fabulous baker. Ah, so you're thinking yeah. about other people and you're thinking, oh, I must tell someone. I know so who I'm going to recommend and, that to. So yeah. Because the, um, you know, it's just, um, the the mix is immense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I mean for us, it's it's terrific to have world premieres. So Love Sarah, um, Sulfur and White, which was on on the Friday as well. Um, you know, for for us to host the first ever mm-hmm. kind of screening, just gets such great buzz. Um, yeah, and then that kind of fits really nicely with the retrospectives mm-hmm. and Scottish premieres. And then you get UK premieres yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. So in, I think we're looking at it's probably about 140 in terms of world UK or, or Scottish premieres. So oh, it's, you know, it's great. And people, people I love that idea. Partly it's like, you know, it's a little bit of like a nice boasting kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, I've already seen that, you know, when it comes out in, in City World to two months down the line. Mm-hmm. And then, but I mean... Other than our opening and closing galas, which always sell out really quickly, the the other swift seller is always the surprise movie, mm-hmm. which is on tonight. Because mm-hmm. um, people just love 
that idea and people are speculating all the time <laughs> over what it might be and it always it always sells out cinema one there's like a guarantee that you know that one's going to be going to be mobbed and the only it's only two people who know what it is so Alison knows what it is and Malcolm the projectionist knows what it is <laughs> everyone else including so, myself so Alan doesn't even know no no no, no. it's all, all done through through Alison um, I don't have a clue um, all I know for this year's one is that it'll be the first time it's ever screened in the UK and it was on at Sundance earlier this year. That's that's all I know. Some some critics think they've guessed what it is, but they're not telling me, so I've made it write it down mm-hmm. on a piece of paper so I can see whether they so were right. So have you been to other film festivals? Uh yeah, I have well I've I've been to speaking of Shetland, I, I went up to, to screenplay for a few times, which has been great. Other than Glasgow, which is it's you know such a huge, you know, you know, one of the, the UK's biggest film one of Europe's biggest, you know, kind of film festivals. The other film festivals that I work on tend to be a little bit smaller, a little bit more kind of sort of independent. So I work on Squiff, which is the Scottish Queer International Film Festival. Right. Yeah. Um and then I've uh-huh. done some work on screenplay and I also have worked the last few years on Cromarty Film Festival, which oh. is always a delight which is usually the first week of of December Mm -hmm. um, and it's dubbed like the My Favourite Film Festival so Mm -hmm. they invite guests who come and they introduce their favourite film Mm -hmm. Um, so they've had like you know Jon Snow introducing Life of Brian and all sorts of things like that Mm -hmm. it's just a wonderful community community festival in the best sense Mm -hmm. in that you know everyone comes out to support Mm -hmm. it and there's been such an appetite for for film that's grown that last month's yeah, very end of January, they uh, opened their very own purpose-built cinema just um, yeah, just on oh, the beachfront. Oh, so yeah, 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 which is which is amazing. And it's been you know a long, long time in the the planning. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah. I mean that is 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 really great. I mean there there is always such a, a buzz about it. Yeah. And um, I, I I do promote the Squiff Festival when it's yeah. on a lot, and they've always always got the most um, fantastic. Um, like images yeah because it's really is you know kind of global filmmaking as represented mm-hmm. you always get these fantastic images yeah. from you know I'm Kenyan looking, cinema and Indonesian uh-huh. cinema and just yeah because I'm almost looking for eye-catching images yeah because some of them can be quite dark you know, they're representing the film yeah but they don't really um, they're not going to jump out online jump, for the they casual someone who's just, just yeah, scrolling exactly, through exactly. yeah 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 but um, no, I think the only other one I've ever been to <clears throat> is the Edinburgh. I was going to ask whether you've been mm-hmm. over to Edinburgh. Yeah. I do. I do go happily as as a punter to yeah. to Edinburgh. Uh-huh. No, I had a fabulous time at Edinburgh at Film Festival, and, and a number of years back, um, my friend um, Basha Parker, her daughter Mariana Parker, mm-hmm. had a film oh, in the film okay. festival. What was the film? It was um, Poor Dick. Okay. Was that? It was recently or no, but probably about five years okay. ago. Okay. Yeah. And she directed it. It was her film, yeah. And um, we we went through on a bus from Glasgow yeah. with a lot of the Polish community, uh, and we yeah. had um, we had sandwiches on the bus and yeah. and, and um, white wine, and then <laughs> it's we, a very classy <laughs> bus journey. When we got there, we went to a pub, mm. and there were people over in because it was short, I think, in Los Angeles. So there were people over from Los Angeles. Yeah. So in this back room of this pub. And then we all went to the um, see the film, and it was a smashing film. It was, it was really, it was well done. It was very unusual, and then um, afterwards we all went to the um, Chinese buffet. 
So it was like an all-day yeah, adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was, I thought, this is a good way to do a, do a film oh, festival. Oh, definitely, you know, yeah. The, the day trip from Glasgow. Yeah, um, I think it's, yeah. and it, you know, the Edinburgh is, uh, for, for Glasgow Film Festival, I mean, we're, we're a baby in comparison to, you know, in terms of how long we've been going on for, because it's our 16th year for Glasgow Film Festival, and Edinburgh's been going for, gosh, well, over 70 years, I think, mm-hmm. so certainly in terms of, of size, we're, you know, we're completely mm-hmm. comparable, didn't we? Even be slightly bigger yeah. than, than it, Edinburgh. Right. I mean, it's amazing, it, to me, it, the Glasgow Film Festival has just absolutely... Blossomed. Oh, it's just it's grown yeah. very, very that quickly. After, over you know a very you know yeah. comparatively short the, period yeah, of time to be you know kind of on the same the same level in terms mm-hmm. of kind of sort of profile mm-hmm. and in terms of kind of guests and in terms of volume of events and premieres mm-hmm. you know to be kind of on a very much an even keel mm-hmm. with with Edinburgh which has been going for decades is you know is mm-hmm. sort of and you know a testament to to Alan and Alison who've obviously been involved right from. From the beginning, um, so yeah. it's great having that. I think that in co um, directorship, it really works. You know, you're getting. I think it is great if two people who seem to get on so well. Oh, yeah, are so complimentary, but they've got different tastes. Very, yeah, very different tastes. I always enjoy. You know, there's some things that Alison has programmed that Alan's like shaking his head at, and completely <laughs> vice versa. But that, you know, no, that is what makes it such absolutely uh, a brilliant program. And the work hard. They work very hard. I, I mean, mean they, they come along and then everything's introduced and they, they kind of give the audience a lift. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think they're so, they're so present all the time and I mm. think that's quite unique to the festival and I think it's what mm. people really appreciate and really enjoy. Mm. I mean, Alison is always very much like this is the film festival for audiences mm-hmm. and that's pretty much become our, you know, our official mm. tagline is that... Yeah, she talks about yeah, the audience a lot. Want, She'll say that, that this is the most friendly festival yeah, yeah. well it absolutely is I mean you wouldn't go to not to I don't ever seem like I'm bad mouthing Edinburgh or anything but you know you wouldn't go to, to Edinburgh and find the the festival director chatting to the queue tearing yeah. tickets they are both always you know, chatting with somebody chairs. Yeah, because I try yeah, to yeah, catch the eye to say hi yeah because but they are always speaking to somebody always oh yeah yeah, yeah, and it's that presence, and people really appreciate it. Uh-huh. And it's you know we're never the kind of festival where you're going to get like cordoned off VIP areas mm-hmm. or you know or special mm-hmm. screenings just for or you know kind of special parties just for special. It's like mm-hmm. everyone is uh-huh. is you know it's a really egalitarian, accessible festival, mm-hmm. which is yeah. Yeah, that, that, I get that's my yeah my impression too. The other festival. Um, I've been at that I wasn't at a film mm. <laughs> it's TIFF in Toronto ah ok well then I've so, tragically <laughs> never I've never been to Cannes or TIFF or any of those uh, my sister lives in Oakville Ontario ah ok so, so you um, get to it's yeah. about um, we we, uh, we weren't organised yeah. I would have had to sort of arrange it from here to see if this is what I'd like so it just didn't happen but I thought I'll go in and hang out yeah and um, it's quite a big um, oh, it's affair. a yeah. That's and very much a kind of sort of. And then you do see 
lots of people walking about Toronto. I'm not good at spotting people, but Jim is fantastic. Oh, and we've got celebs it's so, very, I mean, Toronto yeah. is very much sort of like a, I guess, like a marketplace kind of festival. So it's where people go to. That's mm-hmm. often where that would be the first screening in the world mm-hmm. that that film has had. Mm-hmm. So people are going there, they're looking for stuff, they're buying stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe quite. It's very mm-hmm. industry sort of focused and yeah. sales focused. Um. So Alison always goes out to Toronto. So that is mm-hmm. where we find quite a few of our films. Mm-hmm. And then um, and for then a UK had, premiere, yeah, and you had them here. Yeah. Two years ago, uh, yes, yes, uh-huh. we did because we and had the Canadian, Canadian showcase. Yeah, and so I met quite a few of them. I think I met the woman who was the kind of distributor. Ah. I've forgotten her name. I'm not good at remembering. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, she was really, really nice. And then there was another guy who had the film about Brazil, mm-hmm. the documentary. Oh yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was fabulous. And he was he was so nice, mm. and, you know he was a really so I kind of hung out with them a wee bit yeah. when they were here, um, so that that was lovely, but um, I I think well maybe sometime I'll arrange to go to Canada, and um, just I'll see like coincide you know, yeah. I have, I have <laughs> I'll get Alison to introduce me, yeah. <laughs> and then I can get to um, review some of the films. Oh yeah, uh, I think, yeah I think. Yeah. Um, Paul, you know, Paul from GFT as well, who programs GFT year round, he went out to TIFF last year for the first time ever to look for films for, you know, that would work for GFT uh, kind of year mm. round and he just had a head of blast. Kidding. So, yeah. yeah. You should try and go. I should try and get yeah. that into my contract for next year. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Um, Toronto, I've been, I've been off and my sister's been there I've, for I've over moved. 30 years, yeah. you know. So, and my um, niece lives in Toronto, yeah. Lauren. So, um, it's a great city. I've, I've heard, I've heard great things. We've got a few guests from Toronto this year, actually, who just arrived yesterday. So I will introduce you some to GT, who is here with her documentary, uh, Because We Are Girls. Right. Which is on the eighth. Uh, it's on tonight. Yeah, but I've got a got a screener for it, and I will okay. introduce you because I think they're in town until Saturday. Um, it's a really Thanks. really powerful, really powerful film, but really mm-hmm. kind of quite about quite dark subject matter in terms of the, you know the abuse that she suffered within her family, but it's also incredibly you know inspirational in terms of mm-hmm. her turning it obviously not into a positive, but in terms of her mm-hmm. kind of finding strengths and. Mm-hmm verbalising her story to help other people, particularly within her community as a as a member of the Sikh faith and the Sikh community. Um, mm. So she talks about, about that, but also they are just a riot as well, because <laughs> she get arrived with her with her sister and her friends yesterday, mm. and they were mm. like, yep, straight away, glass mm. of wine, chatting with everyone. They were just mm. really delighted to be and here, looking for restaurant yeah. recommendations. Like, they're just, uh, they're, yeah, yeah, lovely people. When you, you, you find a film a very, on a very mm. serious topic, and yeah. then, then you meet the person who's made the film. Of course, and, yeah, and of you, course. You, you just, you can just never uh, make any assumptions. No, 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 and, and, and GT, you know, she now does motivational speaking, you know, she travels the world, she's written a book, so she's, you know, done so much you know with her with her life and with everything that that happened to her kind of early on and yeah just was just such an amazing person to talk to so i will make sure that you are you are introduced at some point because i feel that you would yeah get on so it's a friendship matchmaking uh service at glasgow film festival so so just how did you in start and this was did you always have this idea for your 
careers or what you, so I I grew up in North Devon so quite a long way away from Scotland and my my mum is still based down there so I still I still travel down quite a lot um I just always was obsessed with film from a really young like a really young age and not I don't mean like film stars in a way I mean like films I would just like love watching films and mm-hmm would like subscribe to all that was what I spent all my pocket money on was like magazines and yeah books about films um and I think partly because my mum worked in a video shop when I was a teenager that was a job that she she did um and part of the perks of that was that she could take home free videos Mm -hmm. and so I think I pretty much spent you know my my years of like sort of 15 16 year old just watching every film from literally from A to Z because it was free <laughs> and because there was nothing and you know obviously I mean I'm I'm turned 40 this year so I grew up long before the days of streaming and, and internet and everything like that and I can remember like we used to watch them from the shop before my mum got that job at the shop we used to get them from this guy who used to drive around the village that I grew up in with like a boot full of dodgy videos <laughs> and then everyone would go and like rent you know like look who's talking all the all the great films of the early 90s mm-hmm. um so that was kind of how I got to access film but it's strange that you're growing up somewhat with like no kind of like really art house cinema culture or anything like that I just I just loved it and then I found out that you could film studies at university which just seemed so like amazing to me I couldn't quite believe it and because I was lucky enough to be able to to go to university um certainly first person on my my dad's side of the family to have have gone to university I studied at the University of Kent so I did film studies there and then I came up to do a postgrad course at Glasgow University which is why I just ended up and then kind of instantly fell in love with with Glasgow and this would have been gosh, about 20 years ago, 2001, mm-hmm. um, and then just always knew I wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. In, I shouldn't say always knew I wanted to stay in Glasgow in Scotland because I have moved over to Edinburgh last year. So. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not too far, Edinburgh but is it is beautiful, yeah. And I, I mean, I come back loads for, for so work. Close. So. I, I'm always amazed by people in Glasgow or in Edinburgh who say, oh, I haven't been to the other city for years, and I think... Mm. How is that even possible? Yeah. I mean, I just, I kind of, I really love being able to move between the two because they're so different. You get such a different very, experience. Very different. In, it it yeah. is it's so different. Yeah, and for what, you know, good. minutes on the train. You know, I mean, I, I still, when we were we, it was a treat. We always get taken to Edinburgh at Easter time. To yeah. The zoo and to the castle. You know, for, yeah. when we were wee kids and then my mum and dad used to always go to the Edinburgh Tattoo yeah, so we yeah, kind yeah. of always had this thing that Edinburgh was pretty treat, poor kind of, treat, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. and I think I've still <laughs> yeah kind of well I mean that. you do it feels yeah. I mean every every time I mean I would have genuinely done that the train journey between Edinburgh and Glasgow thousands of times in my life but you still get excited when you pull in and the castle's beautiful. there and it must be yeah. just for people who have not been before to yeah. arrive and come out of the the, oh, the, the, it's just the, the, yeah. the train station and go up and then all the, the castle and all the fabulous architecture yeah, and yeah. it's really in the statues it's so dramatic no, it's really, oh mean, it's yeah uh-huh. and, and so yeah so radically different uh-huh. in kind of every way from Glasgow but I do prefer Glasgow. I do prefer Glasgow. Yeah. I need to try and lure my partner over I like to Glasgow. Glasgow. <laughs> I mean, I, I do really love Glasgow. Yeah. And um, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to stay anywhere else. 
No, I don't come from Glasgow. I come from Old Kilpatrick. Ah. So I come from a village. Okay, yeah. And but I went to um, Glasgow University. Yep. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> I kept going back. <laughs> the lure, the lure of Glasgow University yeah. is strong. Um, no, I love oh, Glasgow University. It's just yeah. gorgeous, isn't it? Oh yeah, and, and I think to be there, has, just to be yeah. there, um, but in the university yeah. studying. I mean, uh, it, it does feel like a treat. Oh, definitely, yeah. And just, mm-hmm. you know, like, the beautiful, like, the cloisters, and I always think the view from the cloisters mm-hmm. bit kind of, like, just over over the Kelvin Grove Park is just mm-hmm. such a beautiful view. It is. Yeah. Uh, and, and looking up the way to... Yeah, like, like, yeah. No, it's, it's a great part of the, the city. So you must have been... Um, that course for you, the film studies, you were so well prepared before you went. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was... I, yeah, I mean, I think... Also, there's the, the the ups and downs of growing up somewhere that's quite dull. Is the you know you can sometimes just get just find a a passion just partly out of necessity I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just I just devoured film and I was so delighted to be able to mm-hmm. spend all day watching it. But I do remember my granddad being very much like utterly baffled, that excited and proud that you know his granddaughter was going to university but completely baffled as to what film studies would be yeah. or what kind of job or you know this like it was like you just you yes were you going to watch films for a living and now i you know i think when i do get to watch films for a living so it is a job it is a real job you just don't kind of you don't know but i mean i was lucky to be able to move to a city because you can't do that kind of job from the you know growing up in the remote kind of Far, far. You weren't going to have a film festival in, in North Devon. Oh, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. they do. I mean, there is a cinema there. In mm-hmm. fairness, there is a cinema. The same cinema that I used to go to as a kid in the eighties is is still there and still an independent cinema, which is mm-hmm. quite good going. And there, I'm sure there would be an appetite for such a thing, but you just wouldn't learn how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people leave and then they maybe go back, but you you wouldn't be able to learn how to kind of sort of do anything. I think mm-hmm. if you stay in that. Mm-hmm. Kind of well, thing. it's a it's a nice way to learn things, isn't it? You're sitting enjoying the film, but you're you're learning all sorts of. You know, if you watch a lot of films, you're you're learning a whole lot of of different things. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I still love. I still particularly love to work on documentaries. That's my mm-hmm. favorite in terms of. Mm-hmm doing yeah working mm. on because yeah. yeah yeah we watch a, a lot of doc well mainly because of jim he, he mm. watches every music documentary ah, oh he will have been uh-huh. loving jff this year because we've had loads yeah. of music we're going uh, and we're going um today to, well they loved um jazz on the summer yeah he chose that you know i said to him choose a couple of films and we're going later um this evening it's not, i don't think it's like a documentary I started at the in Bad North Summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's um, it's it's based on a graphic novel, mm-hmm. um, so it's yeah, kind of fictional mm-hmm. comedy, but it's got a brand new soundtrack by Bell and Sebastian yeah, as uh, well. So, so to that, there's yeah, there's a really lovely kind of musical to element to it. But I loved last year the film with um about Adrian Crowley. Yes, in Dublin. yes, that was yeah, so yeah. unusual. It was yeah. very very unusual. It was just like. As if it happened naturally. Yeah, um, I love those kind of sort of playful McCann, Yeah, very playful. I'll never forget how that started with them sitting outside on the kind of roof. Yeah. <laughs> so casual. It was it, it was great. You know, some of, some of the films, um, they're just always going to stick in your head. Yeah, and that's 
that's kind of what I really love about the festival is that you know it's great to have you know world premieres of big films and to be like the first chance to see something before it comes to the multiplex three weeks later mm-hmm. but it's also your chance to see something that you're never going to get to see again in a cinema so it's all about you know just kind of taking a chance on something mm-hmm. seeing non-western cinema seeing you know a retrospective back on the big screen seeing a documentary that you know maybe it might be on on iPlayer in a year's time but equally you know it may just be that was that was your chance to see it so I think mm-hmm. our audiences are really good at you know take your chance on something and yeah mm-hmm. well I think you were definitely made for this job Ruth. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's yeah. just, I mean, I feel, I always feel incredibly lucky just to be able to be, like a kind of, I hope, like a professional enthusiast. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm lucky enough to only be able to work on stuff that I genuinely believe in because I, I don't think I could, I could do <laughs> the forced grin and try it, you know, you mm-hmm. can't polish I won't swear on the you can bleep me out, but yeah. you know, it's yeah, a lot, a lot of the, um, work the on something I didn't believe. There's a, there's a, there's a good atmosphere like down in the, um, the double G Hilton. Oh, it's, it's great, it's the, so the, nice. The staff yeah. are all lovely and very kind of welcoming yeah, and helpful. It's, and it's really nice to be in sharing an office with the industry focus because I think previous years the press office has been very kind of like sort of just far removed. From, from the rest of everything else that's happening, um, which in some ways was good because it was lots of nice quiet spaces for interviews and things, but you sometimes felt a little bit like, oh, we miss people, <laughs> we miss kind of... Because before we, we move into the press office, we're all kind of working together at one big office at the GFT, and you kind of, like, you sort of miss that kind of chat and buzz and finding out what's happening in all the different mm-hmm. elements. So, yeah, so it's been nice to... to feel, it feels really buzzy this year. It does. Yeah, it does. and I don't know if you're going to get a chance to go to any of the industry discussions or events or anything mm-hmm. like that, but... I've not, and I haven't in in the past. Yeah. I, I did meet a lot of people when it was the the sort of more casual yeah. networking. Um, I feel with the because I'm not really like a film buff, and I don't know loads about things. I don't feel like I'm in the industry. Ah, well, I mean, quite a few of the discussions are very much about things like how you know, audiences access films and everything. So there's a lot of stuff that isn't really... I mean, there's some things that are definitely for, like, very niche kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a sound editor or, uh-huh. or something like that, then... Mm-hmm. Or some things to do with more, like, maybe, like, the financing and the practicalities of film. But there's also lots of discussions about things like how do people access films in terms of is streaming the future. There's discussions about, sort of, blockbusters versus indie films. Yeah, I should, so, so there's I some really good... Yeah, we had a really interesting chat this morning about like the ethics of documentary making mm-hmm. which um, GT the uh, Canadian guest that I mentioned earlier she was one of the panellists for that about you know when does telling someone's story how do you stop that being invasive how do you stop uh, people mm-hmm. kind of almost like a filmmaker maybe profiting off yeah. a person's mm-hmm. real life story and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and how complicit yeah. that, no, that, that, that is interesting so there's loads of, yeah, because it is there, you you feel there's a lot of awful stuff on television. You know, mm. all that sort of poverty porn stuff is shocking. Yeah. Oh yeah, know. or this idea of you know sort of so taking someone that. who's you know economically really comfortable and getting them to live as you know, know. a poor person in inverted commas, which is just 
ethically hideous mm-hmm. and also just completely unedifying yeah. as well. Like mm-hmm. no one's learning anything mm-hmm. from so that, those that, experiences. That yeah. Like a you know very important kind of discussion to have. Yeah, yeah, and they're all because they're also current as well. And I think having those as part of the industry is great because you you the panelists you're getting are the people who are right in the heart of creating those stories. So you mm-hmm. get often you know really mm-hmm. quite quite sparky yes. kind of discussions mm-hmm. that just for anyone who's interested in culture in general mm-hmm. I've always found everyone that I've sat in on really mm-hmm. and you know and I'm not I'm, I love film but I don't make film you know mm-hmm. and they're kind of purely as a, as a enthusiastic audience mm-hmm. but I've, I've always found them really mm-hmm. interesting so. well no it does, sound, it does sound interesting no the, the the films even some if I didn't enjoy a film mm. I wouldn't write a review You'd rather because just because yeah, I, I, yeah, I just think well wanna... that, you know that doesn't mean to say every other person's not going to laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, you're um, But so I'm always just kind of responding um, to how I'm feeling about the film. Yeah, I can't really make um, comparisons and so yeah. on and so so forth. But, but I do love I do love the cinema. I mean, I think it's just. You know, fantastic, and I think it's great in Glasgow that there still are a lot of cinemas. Oh, absolutely! I mean, yeah. some places just don't even have a cinema at all now. No, no, and it, well, it's and because I, I think we're getting a big new one being built on the purpose-built one being built on the south side, I think as well. I mean, they do so well. Uh, I think you know Karen O'Hare. Yeah, uh-huh. I know Karen. The Karen, yeah, she yeah, does yeah. so well. Oh, with yeah, she does. I mean, the south side film. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to create a whole like incredible film mm-hmm. festival in an area where there's no cinema you know yeah, it takes well, takes I mean, so much work and just proves like yeah. the appetite for films and how you can make it happen in any space they need to have a cinema yeah over there somebody was talking to me about this everyman cinema yeah have you not been yet oh you're in for you're in for a rare it's it's all kind of more like sort of settee style and they're all quite i think they've got three two or three screens down there they're all quite small it's down in the basement of uh prince's square you know the mall yeah yeah i love that i mean it's definitely sort of geared up more maybe towards like a date night kind of thing you can ring a little bell and they'll bring you more like drinks and people like eat full suppers and stuff in there there's no there's no box office you just buy a ticket from the barman uh, but it's yeah, it's it's worth it. Gosh, I, it's, how did I not? How did, how did I not know? It's not been there for that long. We used them for a couple of industry screenings last year for the festival in twenty nineteen, and it had only just opened then, so it's still mm-hmm. comparatively new. But I would, I would definitely, well, yeah. So, that's great. No, that that's great. So, well, what's next for you? Oh, so I am working with Cryptic who are Glasgow-based producing house who do they do Sonica Festival, um, they work with people like Catherine Joseph, and they've got a huge project coming up, which is part of the Year of Coast and Waters, and it's a live opera on Irvine Beach to be performed oh at sunset. Oh, uh, it's uh, Dutch composers, um, so they've done it on a uh, once before on an island just off the Netherlands, but it's the first time... They've done it in the UK mm-hmm. and it's uh, four female singers. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a couple of Dutch singers, but also two singers from Scottish Opera to keep that mm-hmm. nice local mm-hmm. connection. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge scale. So there's yeah. going to be an audience That'd of about, hopefully about 600 people every My night. Goodness. And you kind of all line and along Irvine Beach and they, they sing through megaphones. It just looks 
incredible. Oh. There's going to be it's on the twenty first to twenty third of May, and tickets go on sale in a couple of weeks. Right, right. That's but it's, it's going to be. No. I, I'm so excited mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. to be working on well, that. Well, that'd be great. Yeah. Jim's um, cousin, um, Marion, is the head of props at Scottish ah. Opera. Mm-hmm. That would so, be a good job. Yeah, should have said, should yeah. Have said. So we, we don't go to opera a, a, a lot, it's not really yeah. something we do, but when we do go, we're very, very interested in yeah. the props. I've got, yeah, yeah, I, that, that's a very well-chosen <laughs> mug that they are. <laughs> yeah, but well, that sounds like some... They were going to be running buses as well from Glasgow and also just confirmed mm. from Edinburgh oh. as well to, to get oh. people out there. Um, well, yeah. well, maybe um, you'll send me an email about yeah, it. Yeah, We'll where I can get the information. I, I will. And, get and a, there's a beautiful um, trailer actually that we've just got as well. So when I'm back at my desk this afternoon, I will okay. fly this signal get a, at dusk. I'll get a feature yeah, up for that. So I'm, I'm very excited about that one. Yeah. So and a little the, bit of a breather, but not, not, I'm no good at taking. I'm really no good. You can ask my partner. I'm really bad at taking yeah. holidays. So. <laughs> Have a wee holiday in Irvine. <laughs> yes, I will be having it. Actually, yeah, Irvine is, is, is lovely. It's a quite a spectacular beach down in Irvine as well. I think it'll, yeah. Well, it'll do some good weather too. Special. Oh, there's a good good couple of a good couple of months before before this one kicks off, so yeah. come. It's nice to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, so anyway, I'm glad you're having such a good time, Ruth, and so, you know, many exciting things to to work out. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm very, I feel very lucky. Oh, that's great. So, listen, thanks for taking the time out. Pleasure. Lovely. No, this has been, this has been so nice because this kept me away from my, my pinging, my pinging phone and my emails for now. Thanks, Ruth. And thanks, Pat. And thus ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I'll catch you the next time. Bye for now.